with our hands and love him together. Now I'm thanking you, Jesus, and I praise you, Jesus. I worship you, O oh Lord, and I bless you, O oh Lord. Thank you, my Savior, my King, and my God. Thank you, Jesus. There are many people tonight all over the earth, as well as here, that are wondering what they should do. The world is filled with Many questions built around many things that are taking place in their lives. And you want to stay with the Bible and stay with what it teaches. You certainly want to keep your eyes on the Lord. As it is written in Acts chapter 17, the Bible said that God said to repent. He commandeth everyone to repent. It's a good start. What shall I do? I should repent. That's what I should do. I should seek the Lord and seek Him through the beginnings of repentance. The greatest moment on the face of the earth could be said that it was Acts chapter 2 when the Bible teaches that they were all freshly baptized with the Holy Ghost and the whole known world was gathered together, represented there, and they asked that same question. Men and brethren, what shall we do? What should we do? What should we do? There is a good Bible answer for what we should do. Whatever your problem is, whatever your concern is, whatever your challenge or your difficulty is, whatever age you are, whatever you're wrestling with, what you should do is obey the Lord. You should look to the Lord. You should seek after the Lord. Because you know what? I could say to you, you will. The writer said happily, if happily, feeling after him, you might find him. But I can tell you, you will find him. Because in subject matter, the Bible teaches him. You will find him. You will find everything that you have need in, of in him. There is no lacking with our God. And there is no slacking with our God. And that he looks at every individual regardless of age, and regardless of where they're from or who they are, what they have or what they do not have. And he's very concerned about you as an individual. He wants you not only to do well here on this earth, but he wants you to be a part of what will take place when he takes the church from, from this earth. And there are things that are taking place right now in this world in which we live that many, many people are concerned and upset and confused and wondering what they should do. Well, you can know what you should do. You don't have to live in the valley of decision. You do not have to halt between two opinions. You don't have to listen to all the talking heads out there and the things that they're talking about because I'm telling you, it's that same old serpent, that same old devil. He just changes the phrases a little bit. 
maybe the location's a little bit, the sore spot's a little bit, but it's the same old root of the problem. And what it all boils down to, just as the known world gathered together that day and said, what should I do? I want you to know the answer that was given that day is the same answer that's correct today. That answer has not changed. That everybody, God, commanding everybody everywhere to repent and furthermore to be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. To us, we know this, upwards and downwards, forwards and backwards. We believe this, but I'm telling you, there's a whole known world out there that doesn't know it. They don't have the revelation of it, and they have not experienced it, but the church knows, and the church needs to give God's universal answer and answer man's universal cry. We need to bring it to everybody everywhere and witness this great and glorious truth. We do not need to let it change in our minds. We do not need to let down or back up or figure there must be something else. What we must do is persevere. What we must do is press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God that's in the church. We do not need to forsake God. We do not need to think that something else is better. There is no better. He gave the very best on that cross. He shed the blood. He poured out his spirit. He brought the message of the truth. And that's what everybody still needs right tonight. Right tonight. Let me tell you something. There are people that are searching that shouldn't be searching. There are people that are trying to find something that they've already had it and they don't need to let it go. You don't need to lose confidence. You don't need to lose faith. You need to trust Him with all your heart. You need to serve Him with everything you got and every person you can get to go with you. This is not something to change. This is not something to tinker with. This is not something to drop a little here and drop a little there. What you need to do is do it better. What you need to do is do it harder. What you need to do is do it more consistently and say, Jesus Christ, you're right. Your word is right. Your truth is right. Your message is right. Everything you've given is right. Everything you've done is right. Help us to believe you in our day and our hour and to serve this generation by your will. There's no need to change one thing. You hear me? Everything God has placed in that word is right. And it's a sad and sorry and confused lot of people that are trying to change things and make pushes in the wrong directions and wind up with less and when they need more. This world needs what we have. And what we have in what we need of what we have is just a fresh touch of it. Just a great renewing of it. We're saved by that renewing of the Holy Ghost. We want that refreshing that comes from the presence of the Lord. We want that fresh touch, that fresh oil, that fresh anointing. We want it to flow freshly in our lives. We want to be re-energized, rededicated, refocused, and, and reconvinced and persuaded that this is absolutely right. We don't need to follow the Spirit of Antichrist. We do not need to go the way of the world or follow the God of this world. We need to follow Jesus Christ. We need to follow chapter and verse. What should I do? You should repent. What should I do? You should baptize some people in the name of Jesus Christ. What should I do? We should pray people through to the Holy Ghost. 
And that's good and that's right. And that message then is the same message today. And it's just as real today as it was then. And the hope of the calling and the presence of the Lord and the glory of His Spirit is just as real tonight as it has been all the generations before you back to that beautiful day of Pentecost when God chose to pour out His Spirit. You do not want to lose heart. You do not want to lose faith. You do not want to figure that there's some new formula somewhere that I need to get a hold of. You do, all some people do is show their lack of confidence. All some people show is that they have lost something in their heart. We want to show people we got it in our heart. We've lost nothing. We're not going to lose a step. Paul said, I'm not a whit behind the chiefness. And that's how God's church is. The apostle Paul preached this message. He said anybody preaches any other thing, that fella is cursed. Let's stay with the message. Let's stay with the church. Let's stay with the truth. Let's stay with a great cloud of witnesses. Hebrews said, that surround us and surround yourself with that. Keep that right over your head. Keep that cloud of witnesses. Keep that cloud that's just filled with faith and filled with believing Him with all of your heart. That cloud that it spurs you and it encourages you to go forward and live for Him and win souls and be a part of the work of God. Everywhere you go, every day you go, you can be a light. You can shine in somebody's darkened world this beautiful love of God and this great truth of God. Every age, every group, no matter where you're from, no matter where you go, this is what they need. What should I do? I should convey this message. I should bring this truth. I should hold this and I should keep this. I should guard it. Lest the enemy come and try to water it down in my mind. Lest he come and try to get... You know, uh, the preacher mentioned in a completely different light, he mentioned about that, that first miracle of Jesus Christ on the earth and the wedding of Cana and how that he was there and how he turned the water into wine. Aren't you glad that he can take the diluted and he can put it into something really good, turn it and change it into something good, something that is concentrated, something that will have the right desired effect in a person's life? You want to get what Jesus is offering. He's not offering you something watered down. He's not offering you something diluted. He's offering you the real thing, something that's good. He said you've saved the best for last. We've got something good. We need to make a run to it. We need to make a run for it. We need to finish it kicking the Holy Ghost and say we're going to bring this message, this Acts 2.38 message, and all that it goes with it. Amen. And everybody said praise the Lord. One of the preachers mentioned to me on the side, he, he said something about train, train up the child. And I said, that's right. It said train. It didn't say let them do whatever they want to do. It said train them. And we want to train people to bring this message. Train people to witness this message. Train people to believe God, to pray, to worship, to study, and to witness the Word of God and to live the life every day. Training people. Training and raising up an army. And we can go forth and do the work of God. And we can turn people from sin and darkness and pull them out of a horrible pit. Amen. told somebody when you've been married pushing 40 years I said you know in the beginning after 25 years you you say something and your partner finishes it I said but when you get 40 years in you open your mouth to say it and they say it before you do exactly what you're going to say and I thought when Seen said felt said about 
where God brought us from. I was praying this morning. I said, you brought David from a, a sheep uh, fold. I said, boy, you went a lot past the sheep fold to get me, Lord. I wasn't in no nice situation like that. I was in a horrible pit. I was in the miry clay without any direction, without any hope, and just fumbling and stumbling around. But one day that beautiful light shone from heaven, and that entrance of that light gave me an insight to the Word of God and got a hold of my heart, and that same God is working right tonight throughout the earth. People that are letting down are just going backwards. People that are backing up are backsliding. But there's a church, there's a church, there's a people that are going to stay with it, stick with it, preach it, believe it, trust in Him, and bring it. We know what we should do. And our challenge is to be about doing it. And for those of you tonight that have not yet been baptized, then that's what you should do. You should repent and you should be baptized in water, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of all of your sins. And then you should receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then you will live for God. And you will learn what Romans to Revelation teaches, and it will help you to grow in grace and knowledge and be a true son and daughter of God and be, a, be one that bears the name of Jesus Christ. There are many other things that people call and call us, but you know what? Those names don't matter. Those titles don't matter. Those labelings do not matter. And I don't want to be lumped with everybody. We want to stand out. We want to, you know, some people get tired of being different. We want to be different. It's a good difference. It's not an odd, extreme, weird difference. It's a good difference. It's a Holy Ghost difference. I, don't, I want to do it the way he teaches. I want people to know that I've got the Holy Ghost. I want people to know. I don't want them to think he's not in the church. I want them to think he's in the church. I want them to think he's a man of God or a woman of God or a child of God. I want people like that woman last at the rally Friday night. She said the children, they were so well behaved and they were so sincere in their worship. She said, I just knew there was something more to this and she got baptized that night come on church family you let your great big light shine set it on top and let it shine that's what we should do and that's what we're going to do by the grace of God we're going to bring this message bring this light bring this salvation and bring this hope and bring this Holy Ghost lifestyle there's no need for you to be mixed up confused well I, I, I don't know I never have been taught where you been then get your ears open because we're teaching it and we're by the grace of God we're living it and we're going to bring this to you we're going to put it deep in your heart so that you can bear the fruit of the spirit you don't have to be wandering around all mixed up and what the Bible say making haste and, and find yourself not knowing we know what we should do we know what we're about we have the Holy Ghost and fire we have the genuine truth of God from the true God and everybody said amen. Let's lift your heart with your hands. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, precious God. Don't you let the devil trick you out of this. No matter what the crowd does, this will separate you from family and friends. It's truth because people will make decisions to go another way. And we're on a course here. We're going to finish this course. We're going to run this race. Paul said, I don't even care if they're going to beat me up and any other thing they're going to do to me he said I'm, I'm going to finish my course I'm going to do this thing 
I'm not going to be deterred or turned right or left or back up. No way. Come on, that course is set before you. Run this race. Run it patiently. Run it with wisdom. Run it with balance. But you run. Run for God. Amen and amen and amen. Let's worship Him. Come on now. Right. Going forward. I won't 